Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. The Tech Beat. The Tech Beat. With Andy Wells. What are your options when your mobile service is out of service? Millions of Australians found themselves in this position with the recent National Optus mobile and internet outage, unsure of how to get back online quickly. Joining me to talk about one possible solution to help in this scenario is Angus Kidman from finder.com.au. Hi, Angus. G'day, Andy. Now, this solution I'm talking about is the eSIM feature found in many mobile phones, but it's not widely used in Australia, is it? No, it's interesting. The eSIM option has been around for quite a while. It first sort of became widespread back on the iPhone 11. So that's a few generations back. In the US, we saw a big uptake of that. A lot of the phones that got rolled out only had an eSIM. So suddenly you no longer had a physical SIM that went in there at all. When you got the phone, you just basically accessed the network through software. We've seen bigger support for them in Australia where it's become an option where people can, if they've got an eSIM compatible phone, they can use it, but it hasn't sort of become the norm here just yet. So I think a lot of people aren't really familiar with it because they've just stuck with that traditional SIM that they've always had and just kind of been stuck in the side of their phone. Now, a little bit of a rewind. For those who don't know what an eSIM is, you kind of alluded to it. Can you explain exactly what an eSIM is? So essentially the idea of an eSIM is that you don't need a physical SIM to put into your phone to say, hey, how this is going to connect to the network. Effectively, you just do that through software. So basically it just identifies, okay, there's an electronic equivalent of the SIM, just basically software stored in your phone that says, right, I'm now about it. I'm set up to connect to Telstra or Optus or Vodafone or whoever it is. So it means that instead of having to go out, physically acquire that SIM by going to a store or by having it mailed to you, you can actually basically sign up online and say, hey, I want to switch to this SIM and it happens automatically. So it's less wasteful. It's a good thing because you don't have that little bit of you know, metal and plastic and things that you're using until you switch networks. And it can be faster because you just don't need to have that access to the actual physical SIM. Okay, so how might eSIM technology come into play if your current mobile service is down? If you have an outage, then obviously often what the first thing that you think is, oh, I need to get connected. Now, in the past, you might have kept an emergency SIM in the drawer. I've done this myself. I've just had a backup worldwide SIM and I've thought, you know what, if something really goes wrong and I urgently need connectivity, I'll be able to use that. The beauty of having an eSIM is you wouldn't even need to have the SIM itself stored away. You could just, if you've got that eSIM compatible phone, you could switch to a SIM that you'd already acquired as a backup, or you could potentially quickly sign up with a different provider and just get a temporary one month plan and just say, well, if that gets me through the next six hours or the next couple of days, so be it. So it just, it can simplify that process of saying, hey, I just want to use another provider. I've got positive my provider right now and I just urgently need to get online or need to make a phone call. So it can definitely simplify that process for people if they've got one of those devices where it works. And how quickly could I connect to another provider with an eSIM? It really can be very quick. If you're yeah, starting from scratch, you could still switch over within about five minutes. I guess the important caveat there is to switch over. Typically, you do it through an app, so you would have to have some form of connection. So if you're sitting at home and you've got no internet at all and no working phone, you're going to have to get somewhere with a connection just to get signed up to that. So that's not perfect. And I guess it's why I always think the strategy with this, even with an eSIM, is have one already set up and in place. Think of it like an insurance policy. So you go, okay, my time is valuable. It's worth me having an eSIM set up that's not what I'm regularly using. I'll just stick with my regular plan. But if I suddenly need to switch over in a hurry, it's already there. I've already done the setup. 
And if you've done that, you really, it's just a matter of going into your phone settings, changing over the other SIM and you're good to go. So for people where connectivity is vital, if you really need it for work, if you really need it for study, if you're just really concerned about staying in touch with your relatives, I would say have that backup eSIM set up already and you literally can then get back online at the flick of a switch. So what about cost? Does an eSIM mobile plan cost any more or any less than when you connect with a traditional physical SIM card? No, what we've seen in Australia is that the plan costs are always the same. And some people get a bit annoyed and say, oh, well, it should be cheaper because you don't have to physically send me the SIM. There's actually less involved. That's not how it's worked out. But no, we typically haven't seen, but just for a standard SIM plan, you'll pay the same, whether it's an eSIM version or a regular SIM version. So there's no cost penalty for using one of them. Okay. So which Australian providers currently offer eSIM plans? A broad range of providers do. The big three, your Telstra, your Optus, your Vodafone, they have an offer. You can also get it from quite a few of the larger um, MVNOs, the people who sort of resell access to their network. So Kogan have eSIMs, Amazim have eSIMs. There are a couple of others who do that as well. So there's a, there's a range of choices that you can go for getting hold of an eSIM plan. And so then perhaps the key tip there would be to get an eSIM with a different provider than the one you're already with. Yeah, absolutely. That's the thing. Yeah. So let's imagine you're already with Optus. There's no point getting an eSIM provider that also uses the Optus network. You want to be looking at something as an alternative. So make sure you look up which one of the networks it is and just switch to that. The other obvious element of that is make sure that that's a network that is actually accessible where you live or where you work. We know reception varies even for the big three. So there's not much point having a backup SIM if it turns out, well, actually, the signal where I want that is really bad. So you need a little bit of awareness on that front. For most people who live in the major cities, though, you're going to have access, decent access to all three networks, certainly for emergency use. So just making sure on a different network, yeah, that's a really crucial point. The Tech Peak will now terminate. Visit techdaily.com.au. Some great tips there. Angus Kidman from finder.com.au. Thanks again for your time. My pleasure.